Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are we today? <laughs> I am just watching a couple of magpies outside my window at the moment and they are um, hanging on one of our bee bird feeders, hammering their beaks into the fat balls there and swinging on it and it looks like it's going to take off in a minute <laughs> it looks like it'll come off the off the hook that it's on <clears throat> blooming things oh my goodness me they're for the little ones but they don't seem to care do you know what they've done today not just the magpies but um some kind of bird but it was before i got up they have taken the roof off of one of my bird tables how oh so my roof is on the floor and the bird table is just sat there on its own um <clears throat> naughty birds honestly you'd think they'd be grateful i fed them <laughs> instead of destroying the place now I have a fun fact for you today well I have a fun fact for me actually because it is the cutest fun fact ever um and it is especially for me <laughs> simply because anybody that knows me knows I love fairies and <clears throat> I have two gardens one in the front and one in the back and they are both fairy gardens they have fairies and um uh what else have they got fairy wind chimes um fairy lights fairy um statues little fairy doors fairy houses you name it it's got it um in both things we've got unicorns as well because i love fairies and unicorns and mermaids anything like that and pink so all my bushes and all my flowers are pink as well so <laughs> i know i need to grow up but apparently i don't <laughs> so today's fun fact is that the smallest insect ever is called a fairy fly Oh my god, how cute is that? I so need to see one. And you know what? I don't like wasps very much. They scare me. And my brother is allergic to the sting. But um, it is a type of wasp. So even though it's a type of wasp, I just want to see one because they're so cute. Or they sound so cute. But they are as thin as a piece of thread so a piece of cotton um you know tiny tiny one that you sew with that's how thin they are and as if it couldn't get any more cute they can't fly very well so the wind just carries them <laughs> because they can't fly very well how cute is that oh my goodness i need to stop with a cutie cuteness don't i oh dear me so, yes, I am very much needing to see a uh, fairy fly. I'd quite like to keep them in my garden, in a little cage. No, I wouldn't really. But it just, they sound so cute. So now stop with the cute. Stop with the cute, Sarah. Stop it. Stop it. And 
we will read a story. Well, now we are up to chapter five on the folk of the faraway tree. And can you remember what happened yesterday? Connie, instead of going down the tree when she got in a huff, she went up the tree and landed in the land of marvels. And it moved away and took her with it. Oh my goodness. So we need to find out where she went to and if the others have noticed that she's gone. So, chapter five is called Off to Jack and the Beanstalk. Well, that sounds good. Joe, Beth, Franny and the others went on with their meal. They finished the hot cold goodies. Then they started on some pink desserts that Moonface had made in the shape of animals. They were so nicely made that it seemed a pity to eat them. Well, we'd better save some for Connie, hadn't we, said Beth. Let's see if she's outside the door. I expect she's standing there sulking. Moonface opened the door. There was no one there. He called loudly. Connie! Connie! No answer. Oh, she's gone down the tree, I should think, he said. I'll just call down to Dame Washalot and see if she saw her. So he shouted down to the old dame. But Dame Washalot shook her head. No, she shouted back. No one has gone past since you came up in the basket, Moonface. No one at all. Funny, said Moonface, going to the others. Where's she gone then? Up through the cloud, said Silky. Oh no, surely she wouldn't have done that by herself, said Joe in alarm. Oh look, Moonface, there's the red squirrel who wants to speak to you. The red squirrel came in trying to hide a hole in his old sweater. I heard you calling Moon uh, Connie, Moonface, he said. Well, she's gone up the ladder through the cloud. I expect she's in the land of marvels. I saw her go. Oh, good heaven, said Joe, jumping up in alarm. Why, the land is ready to leave here at any minute, didn't you say, Silky? Oh, what a silly she is. We'd better go and get her back at once. Well, I thought I heard the humming noise that means any land is moving on, said Moonface, looking troubled. I don't believe we can save her. I'll run up the ladder and see. He climbed up the highest branch and went up the ladder. But there was nothing to be seen at all, except swirling, misty cloud. He came down again. The land of marvels is gone, he said, and the next land hasn't even come yet. I don't know what it will be either. Well, Connie's gone with the land of marvels. She would do a silly thing like that. Beth went pale. But, but what can we do about it? She said. Whatever can we do? We're in charge of her, you know. We really can't let her go like this. We must find her somehow. How can we, said Silky. You know that once a land has moved on, it doesn't come back for ages. Connie will have to stay there. 
Oh, it might do her good to be there for a while anyway. She's not a very nice person. Oh, Silky, you don't understand, said Joe. He looked very worried. She's our friend and although she's silly and annoying at times, we're responsible and have to look after her and help her. How can we get to her? You can't, said Moonface. Saucepan had been trying to follow what had been said and he looked very concerned. He didn't like Connie and he thought it was a very good thing she'd gone off in the land of marvels. But he did know a way of getting there and he badly wanted to tell the others. But they all talked at once and he couldn't get a word in. So in despair, he clashed his saucepans and kettle together so violently that everyone jumped and stared round at him. He wants to say something, said Joe. Go on, out with it, saucepan. Saucepan came out with it in a rush. I know how to get to the Land of Marvels without waiting for it to arrive here again, he said. You can get to it from the Land of Giants, which joins onto it. Oh my goodness, that was fast, wasn't it? Well, I don't see how that helps us, said Moonface. We don't know how to get to the Land of Giants either, silly. No, it's not hilly, said Saucepan, going all deaf again. It's quite flat. The giants have made it flat by walking about on it with their enormous feet. What is he talking about, said Beth. Saucepan, stop talking about the geography of giant land and tell us how to get there. How to get there, do you say, asked Saucepan, putting his hand behind his left ear. Yes, yelled everyone. Oh, well, that's easy, said Saucepan, beaming around. Same way as Jack and the Beanstalk did, of course. Up the Beanstalk. Everyone stared at Saucepan in silence. They had all heard of Jack and the Beanstalk, of course, and how he climbed up the Beanstalk into Giant Land. But where's the Beanstalk? asked Joe at last. Where Jack lives, said Saucepan, suddenly hearing well again. I know him quite well. Married a princess and lives in a castle. I never knew that he was an old friend of yours, said Moonface. How did you come to know him? Oh, I sold him a lot of saucepans and kettles, said the saucepan man. He was giving an enormous dinner party and they didn't have enough things to cook everything in. So I came along at just the very right moment and sold him everything I've got. Very lucky for him. And for you too, grinned Moonface. Well, you better take us to your jack, Saucepan. We'll go up the beanstalk and try and rescue that silly little Connie. <clears throat> well, we'd better not all go, said Joe, looking round at the little company. Well, I must go to show you the way, said Saucepan, who loved making a journey. And I must go, of course, said Moonface. And I shall come with you to look after you, said Silky firmly. You'll always get into such silly scrapes if I'm not there to see you. Well, and I shall certainly come because I was really left in charge of Connie, said Joe. And we're not going to be left out on an adventure like this, said Beth at once. Are we, Franny? Well... It looks like we're all going then, said Moonface. All right, let's go. But don't let's get caught by any giants, for 
goodness sake. Must we go through giant land to get to the land of Marvel, Saucepan? Must, said Saucepan cheerfully. The giants won't hurt you. They're quite harmless nowadays. Well, come on, down the tree we go and then to the other end of the wood. So down the tree they went and the red squirrel bounded with them to the bottom. They wished they could skip down it as he did. It didn't take him more than half a minute to get up or down. They reached the bottom and then thought how silly they were not to have gone down the slippery slip. It shows how worried we were. <coughs> Excuse me. Not to have thought of that, said Beth. Which way now, Saucepan? Saucepan set off down a narrow, winding path. This way, look, under this bush and across this field. We've got to get to the station, he said. Station? What station? said Joe in astonishment. To get the train for Jack and the Beanstalk's castle, said Saucepan. Oh, goodness, how stupid you are all of a sudden, Joe. They suddenly came to a small station set under a row of tall trees. A steam train came puffing in, looking very like an old wooden toy one that the children had at home. They got in and it went off, puffing hard as if it were out of breath. They passed through many mysterious little stations, but didn't stop. I said Beanstalk Castle to the engine, so it will go straight there, said Saucepan. Well, the other passengers didn't seem to mind going to Beanstalk Castle at all. They sat and talked or read, took no notice of the new little group of friends. <clears throat> the train suddenly stopped and hooted. Here we are, said Saucepan. Come on, everyone. They got out. The engine gave another hoot and went rattling off. There's Jack. Hi there, Jack, yelled Saucepan and rushed towards a sturdy young man in the distance. They shook hands, all Saucepan's kettles and pans rattling excitedly. Oh, what a pleasure! What a pleasure! cried Jack. Who are all these people? Have they come to stay with me? I'll go and tell the princess to make up extra beds at once. Oh, no, don't do that, said Moonface. We haven't come to stay. We just want to know. Can we please use your beanstalk, Jack? Oh, it hasn't grown this year yet, said Jack. I forgot to plant any beans, you see. And the giants were a bit of a nuisance last year, always shouting rude things down the beanstalk to me. Oh, said Joe, staring at Jack in dismay. What a pity we particularly wanted to go up your beanstalk. Well, I can plant the beans now and they'll grow, said Jack. They're magic ones, you know. They grow as you watch them. Oh, good, said Moonface. Could you plant some, do you think? We'd be very grateful to you. Certainly, said Jack. He felt about in his pocket. I'd do anything to help old Saucepan. His kettles and saucepans are still going strong in my kitchen. Never wear out at all. Now, wherever did I put those beans? 
The others watched anxiously as he turned an odd collection of things out of his pockets. At last came three or four mouldy-looking beans. Here we are, said Jack. I'll just press them into the ground, like this. And now we'll watch them grow. Stand back, please, because they sometimes shoot up very fast. <laughs> wow! Imagine watching a beanstalk grow. I wish my beans grew that quickly. Dear me, they're not really beanstalks either. They're not that high. <laughs> we do have beans out the back in the garden, but um, I don't think they're magic beans somehow. Never mind, eh? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And I'm going to have to remember the trick um, about banging things loudly together if I want to get a word in edgeways. Because sometimes it can be so noisy here that nobody actually hears me talking. So maybe if I bang some kettles and pans together and make a really loud noise, maybe somebody will hear me. Who knows? We'll have to see. We'll have to try it, won't we? <laughs> well, today I am going to work and I imagine that you're going to school. Um, I know my children are going to school, so um, yeah. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and keep a lookout for those fairy flies and tell me if you see any. Because I want to know. I am so, I, I just think they're so cute. So make sure you tell me if you see a fairy fly. <laughs> Not just a fairy, because I've seen lots of those, but a fairy fly. So I will see you all again tomorrow and we'll carry on with chapter six and see if the beanstalk grows and if they climb it and if they find Connie. Not that I think that Connie actually deserves to be found because she shouldn't have gone up there, but, well, you can't leave her up there for good, can you? Maybe she'll learn her lesson, though. Anyway, I will see you all again tomorrow. So until then, you make sure that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. But make sure that while you're having a wonderful day, you take care and you stay safe. Bye for now.